You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, it's Weezer right there. TJ Miller is here, everybody. We're excited about this one. Stand Up Live uh, this weekend. If you want to go, standuplive.com. Just talking to T- Welcome, first of all. Welcome. We How were, are we you? We were wheezing it. Yeah, we were wheezing now. a little bit. We were doing the wheeze. We it's good things. Yeah. Are it's you a, a fan? mild 81 outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can do this. You want to go ahead? Hell Take it yeah. over. We'll do some posting. Loving it. Um, uh, you, what kind of music do you listen to? Uh, Weezer exclusive, just exclusive Weezer. That's why we play. I'm it for just you. We read so about it. sick of this non-Weezer music and these non-Weezer <laughs> bands. Everything that isn't Weezer. For a is, while, uh, I tried to branch out. I listened to Lil Weezy, but yeah, uh, it wasn't it enough family. for me. It was too little. <laughs> to be honest with you, you just need the full Weezer. And then I, uh, I was bankrolling a, a old rapper, not a young rapper, named. Uh, Big Wheezy. Yeah, it didn't work out. Well, he died. He was oh, incredibly bad. unhealthy. That's why he was wheezing so much. And uh, <laughs> asthmatic rapper. Yeah, you don't like the asthmatic he was rapper. Added there. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the Actually, I love. do love the rapper asthmatic with a Z. And uh, guys, it's been fun already <laughs> being here, especially when you shamed your friend for seeing yeah. you in Amsterdam. Yeah, you're, my buddy Rich saw you in Amsterdam in an elevator and text me. And, uh, you know, it was in the middle of the night, and I phone, and I'm like, you know, this could have waited. Like, T.J. Miller's a star. You're a star. You yeah. know this, right? This, this, is, Pixar, not, this is not how you talked out there. <laughs> I destroyed him. I didn't yeah, really, he kept saying, didn't butter he kept, he kept uh, uh, walking back everything he said. He kept, well, I mean, you just he's like, okay, you saw T.J. I mean, it's a big deal. See, but, like, okay, well, maybe send a picture or something. Not the, you know, picture of you would impress me. But it's like, uh, it all could have waited. Uh, what I'm saying is. And then you just would wheeze and wheeze. It, and I feel and like, that's I guess this is why he plays Weezer so much. I love this guy. Come on, the, get into uh, it. <laughs> the uh, Yeah, it could have waited till morning. A T.J. Miller spotting, impressive as it may be. In Amsterdam, there wait. is no morning, man. That's true. I didn't the even... The only morning in, in Amsterdam is when your dick died <laughs> the red light district. What am I allowed to say? You just said it. You're what fine. What can I say on I here? have a button just in case you go too far. Well, you, you've yet yes. to do it. Yeah, exactly. This <laughs> mother is going to be the real deal, man. I can even throw those in for you whenever like you give it a yeah, I don't give it. No, right. I missed that. My finger was off. You got to, you got, we got to play as a team here. Cool, eighty-one in Phoenix. Yeah, it feels good right now. Have you? you have, uh, Phoenix is a like you, you've never been on our show before. You're here. Never been on the show. So excited to be on the show. A huge fan of <laughs> Weezer. Obviously. Not you guys. I <laughs> right. don't really. But with this, the home of you Weezer. Know, when, I, when I actually saw you guys, I I thought you'd been replaced by robots, but it's not the case. <laughs> no, not the, well, not you the know, show at least. TJ, yeah, you've sure. entered the show when I've, I'm now in phase two of attack from the Scientologist. I have a letter here because I, I talked about the Scientologist. Is that true? And every time I've talked about <laughs> yes. Scientology, yeah, if you want to read it, I'll hand it to you. I'd love to. Yeah, my name is not Holmgren. It's John Holmberg. They got the name wrong. So I'm not really threatened. The only reason you're still alive. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably it. They're looking for the wrong guy. Somebody, <laughs> somebody named Holmgren's running for his life. You know, he's dead. Yeah, they got him. But yeah, I, made, I talked about Tom Cruise and how come no uh, 
you know, no media ever asks questions about why he's estranged from his family. Like he gets a pass for all the like the uh, like, Scientology. Yeah, the the lady that's missing that he's good friends with the husband and that the wife of the leader of Scientology has been gone for. All. Tom Cruise gets a pass, and I brought that up. Do you think I, they have any? Do you think they have a stronghold in Hollywood? <laughs> I think they have some mm. sort of top. Maybe a hook in. I'll say they've got one little hook in. One tiny hook in. But yeah, are you Scientologist? Are you part of Phase Two? I have to be careful, right? Oh now. no, yeah, absolutely. Because at the I'm end here of the okay to kill you. That's what I figured. <laughs> T.J. Miller, right here to stand up comedy. I'd meet my end. I came to kill you, John Holmgren. Holmgren. Close enough, <laughs> John. Grenholm. Yeah, that's me. And I, yeah, can uh, I read it? Have you read it? I've read it on the air, but you can. Uh, yeah, you can definitely. You put on a little again. Weezer. Just Would you like some Weezer, Weezer in the background? Let's see if I get a little hand. You got Weezer over there, I but give me a little second. Maybe karaoke you Weezer. Time, sure. Yeah, yeah karaoke we, need Weezer. we didn't expect that. Karaoke well, Weezer. That's what my wife calls me in bed. <laughs> can you believe it? <laughs> Are you into it or what? He speaks English, I think. Right? He definitely does. All right, guys. The only place I can wear an American flag shirt. Which I love. I love it. Yeah, the shirt is solid. I love Arizona. Yeah. It's the only place I do my uh, gun material. Really? Because everybody else frowns on it. Dear. Oh. June 20th, 2023. Dear Monsieur Hongugain. <laughs> You're going to do it in French? Hongugain. Or whatever that was. Dear Mr. Hongugain. Dear Mr. Hongugain. <laughs> it has come to our attention that on or about June 20th, or yeah. on or about... Or near. They weren't sure. June, within the months of June <laughs> and late August 2024, June 20th and late August 2028, you made a derogatory <laughs> comment on your morning show, your radio show, about, it's called uh, Home Greens Morning Pukeness. <laughs> That's right. They got it all right. Toward the official church of Scientology. It's been reported that you spoke about a, qu- sorry, right, a close yeah. friend. Texting you late, late in the night. <laughs> That's right. About having met someone that didn't really mean <laughs> to you. And this mother was really, really going all in. These defamatory statements about the church, sorry, the church. And T.J. Miller. And its most esteemed members, A-list celebrities and acclaimed actors, Tom Cruise, T.J. Miller, <laughs> and Kathy Bates. <laughs> During There's these statements, you for. said that... Oh my God! D-list actress Leah. Yeah, they, oh, they're yeah, all, they look at this. We cannot stress to you enough how little you can trust this harlot. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then they offer me an olive branch, and then say, "If you don't take it, we will commence with phase two. I don't know what that is, but I welcome phase two, TJ, and I'm in it right now. Defamatory. It's like a fatwa, which yeah, I only know because right. of Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> right. And I love also that Phase Two is capitalized. Yeah. Well, there's it's special meaning. And it may With be all the love of our supreme being, the Chaplain. Yeah. It's spelled out wrong, too. Hey, they did? I didn't even see that. Yeah. Idiots. It is the Chaplin. The, uh, That's, no. I've only had one person. This guy, Adam Pally, I did this movie called Search Party. And Adam Pally is this hilarious, hilarious guy who's in the show called Happy Endings. And he's just so funny. And he's the only person. That you know that, is one? That is, no, he's the only person that ever. We were in, um, uh, we were in the trailer. I forget. It might have been... For, either for the movie or I, I did the television show, and we're sort of talking, 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 and then he kind of weirdly out of nowhere was like, "Are you a Scientologist?" To you, like, oh, uh, what? <laughs> and he's like, "I just, I, are you a Scientologist?" And I was like, "Uh, what, no." 
but why? And I, I guess, are you? Yeah, here comes the curve. And he was like, no. And then I think I turned on, I turned on him and I go, well, would you tell me if you were? Yeah. And Ooh, he was question. like, yeah. Wouldn't you? How high were you guys? And I was like, yeah. Actually, unfortunately, not very high. It was a very sober conversation. Yeah, I would say, That's yeah, no yeah. fun. No, yeah, you're right. If he yeah. was really high, I would have been like, uh, but it was sort of weird. And yeah. then... I kind of never thought about it again now that I think about it because... And here we are in phase two. Here we are in phase two. Part of the You're so strange. But, and this is this is hilarious that I'm doing this because I'm coming to their aid. <laughs> um, one of my best friends is a Scientologist. Okay. Ethan Suplee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so he is an incredible... I mean, he's... I've he, called him Suplee for years. Yeah, I know. I Suplee? think I did forever yeah. also. Yeah. Yeah, Ethan Suplee... And he's he's kind of one of my friends that's like, I don't know. He's like a movie star, but he's also actually a really, really good actor, yeah. which is rare. And now he's ripped. He's fucking... Whoop, nasty. There's one. That's one you yeah, can't say. I can't <laughs> do that I'll one. try it again. He's ripped. He, he is ripped. Face <laughs> two, baby. He's huge. Uh, yeah, he's totally ripped. And he yeah. used to be... I saw him kind of when he was starting to like cycle for five hours yeah. a day and yeah. you know because he used to be a heroin addict and uh, oh, i didn't know that yeah and so so it's not true that that stuff keeps the weight very off. addictive no no it's that's cocaine and oh and right okay i thought heroin, does it too. heroin doesn't heroin let's just have a third cake <laughs> I didn't in the know afternoon that. man well, you're selling it we're either hey we're either making music or eating third full cake <laughs> Doesn't sound so bad. No, what you say? That sounds. You like imagine a, a third cake? Yes. Uh, he gets straight into other. Yes, I'm tired. Yes, of, I can. I'm tired I'm of thinking about it right now. Cake. Yeah, um, sounds awesome. So, uh, so that so that was really interesting because I kind of he early on said he was a Scientologist. His sister in law is Juliet Lewis, and his wife Brandy is this just absolute genius. She's so incredibly and really funny. And Ethan's actually has a podcast. My podcast is cashing in. With T.J. Miller, and uh, I'm actually with host Cash Levy this weekend. He's uh, the guest star of the shows. Oh, cool. It's great. He he has a show. It's an interview show, but he has a tough time getting guests. And uh, so <laughs> I've been the, the only guest on the show for seven years. And um, <laughs> Oh, it's designed to be like a talk show with celebrities, yeah, but, but you're just, the only well, one. Well, he that... can't get, and they keep canceling. It's, oh, long, it's tough. Long story short, it's a great uh, podcast. Cashing in <laughs> okay. with T.J. Miller. And then Ethan has uh, an incredible podcast also that's kind of about um, changing your life and your relationship with food and, and diet and all that yeah. stuff. Because anybody so, should tell – that's a podcast you listen to because that dude's visibly, obviously oh done God, the work, Oh, God, I think right? he weighed 600 yeah. pounds at one point or something. I mean, he was in – you know him from American History X, Blow. He was in uh, Remember the Titans. The TV show? All these, yeah. My name is I, Earl? Yeah, my yeah. name is Earl. He and I did Unstoppable together. Oh, yeah. So he's, like, worked with Denzel Washington several times. So I found out he's a Scientologist. And Kate and I – that's my wife, Kate. Kate and I kind of didn't know how to, like – bring that up or talk to him. Right. It's very strange, you know? And then finally I kind of became close enough with him and we were like, why are you guys Scientologists? Yeah. You know? And I had asked him before once, I said, so you're, you're a Scientologist. Why are you a Scientologist? Why are you still a Scientologist? And he said, um, <laughs> well, I don't do drugs anymore. Right. And I said, really? And he goes, yeah, so it works. Huh. So that was really interesting because what he said, he didn't get into it, 
But what he said was the Scientologists do a certain thing that can really change people's lives and really yeah. help them. And well, one of those good. things is sort of that empowerment and bringing us back to phase one. That's exactly right. Trying to get us yeah, to You're, to, you're phase actually zero. saying that these people, you're actually trying to de-escalate the situation. Whereas I am trying walking, to see. I'm walking it back. I want phase three. And so he, you know, he sort of said that. And then I said, no, it was Kate kind of goes, so are you guys still Scientologists? Like you, and he said, I thought this was interesting. He said, we know how people grow up Catholic and then they're not practicing Catholics yeah. anymore. I said, yeah. He goes, that's like us. Oh. Because his parents, his family was Scientologists. So I had never thought of it like that. Yeah. I had always thought of it like the crazy cult that yeah. fucking kills Oh, no, jeez. You got a problem with the words. <laughs> you know, I just don't know what to do. It's my first time not being on a podcast. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, we got one rule and it's that. Yeah. But that's fine. When you do it, it just that it proves you're comfortable. It proves that I'm comfortable. Or uh, completely disrespectful. Or just don't give up <laughs> at all. On this mother, yeah. So, um, so I had never thought of it of it like that. You know, yeah. I just thought of it as the cult and all the craziness. And when he when he said that, he goes, you know, it's like Catholics. Um, you know, they grow up Catholic and they're not practicing anymore. And I, it was such a funny moment for me because I was like, well, it's not the same as. Catholicism that is some weird right. cult where they're like pedophiles and like, oh boy, <laughs> cannibal so it, cult. In, in that way, it kind of made me understand that it is more similar yeah. to uh, organized religion than we understand. It's just so French. Because yeah. I also have a friend who used to be a Mormon, so I know a lot about Mormonism. Yeah. Oh, we got as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I work in Salt Lake City, so I um. But it, it, you know, they're they're the same, maybe even worse. But they like tolerate the, you know, am I, uh, from this. They tolerate uh, dissent. Yes, I said this morning. I want to thank the Mormons because they don't send letters, or they just start working. That's <laughs> the other. Thing. Yeah, they, they're, they, they're smarter they go than the Mormons. Phase zero to phase five. <laughs> they, there is no Scientology's got a publicist. There is no phase the Mormons two. have a New Jersey hitman. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. I said Mormons can take it. Mormons will take the jokes because I find that to be as goofy yeah, as Scientology. I think, honestly, I think it's they have more money, and that could be why they're more secure and they're, they're just like, screw that guy. We're, let's go get something great with our house. We'll go to Restoration yeah, yeah. Hardware and we'll have the time yeah, of our yeah, lives. They, they really, what do they, they care? Yeah, Scientologists yeah. living in some apartment still angry at me for questioning. Yeah, and they, you know, they own a lot of land, but not as much as the Mormons. No. I, that is so interesting that yeah. they kind of went after you, but I, people aren't really that vocal about it. No, and I, what I heard is, <clears throat> and I most of my uh, comedy. Uh, show the act that I'm doing at Stand Up Live this weekend tonight two shows sold out and tomorrow two shows I think there are tickets for the late show tomorrow is about uh, Mormonism and Scientology oh, so I think your audience <laughs> right will really on target connect yeah. with that yeah. <laughs> you do a good I hour ma- on that, right? I wear magical underwear and yeah. on stage I kidnap and kill a, <laughs> oh, a young a young child. <laughs> <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness.
every I was show. Say a young woman, but it's, it's, like, every it's more show? of a Catholic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a Catholic, but it's every show. It's not just like you know seven and nine thirty. It's, it's not a crapshoot of which one you get. Show. God, that's impressive. If it goes well, I do a matinee on Sunday. That is impressive. <laughs> now, I happen to think I was on your side. In the Silicon Valley thing, I read an article with uh, the thing that said you were leaving the show because you thought it was you know, out of ideas. I just, you know, I just wrote something about this on Reddit Did you? last night on the plane. I was like, why not? Because there were a bunch of, there's a whole thread and they were talking about, I, I have a brain injury. I had an AVM when I was born that was hemorrhaged and I, that was removed in oh, wow. 2010. So they removed a golf ball size piece thing. of my uh, brain, my frontal oh, lobe. Really? So now I have about the same brain matter as Brett? We do, yeah. Right? <laughs> no kidding. Don't you you, you think sense we? that? Well, good luck yeah. with that. <laughs> You're not going to make it. I hope you have a driver. I don't know. He's, <laughs> I hope you have a driver. <laughs> he has a Harley, so it's yeah, looking good. A combo. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, there was like a thread about that and then about Silicon Valley, and so I kind of wrote this like, you can look it up on my Reddit, um, but it's, uh, I, I sort of wrote kind of the experience of that departure because I realized I had never really like put it on paper from my in my own words, which yeah. I was interesting. But well, I, think, I found like, it strange that there was so much of a backlash towards you with that. And I think I read an article that said your dad had told you it's out of ideas or something. Someone in your family had said, I, yeah, I think this thing's run its course. And you yeah, agreed. It was. Yes. But here's the thing is now now that I look back on it, this is what I was writing about is that. It really was the character. It's like it was wasn't so much about Silicon Valley, and I do believe this. I do believe that every television show has a tough time after the fourth or fifth season. Yeah, I just there's a reason they they call uh, jump the shark. You guys yeah. are familiar with oh, yeah. that that um, phrase, uh, an idea. And it's not that Silicon Valley jumped the shark or something. It just was. No one looks back and is like. Uh, my favorite season right. of Breaking Bad was season seven. It's right. just it does. It's that's not that's yeah not real. No, it's absolutely true. And it, it kind of was spinning the its Sopran- tires a little. The Sopranos is the only one that's really. Done. I haven't seen Succession. My understanding yeah. is that is the new again like, kind of ran out of ideas. But it, but how can you not? Yeah, you have to. Every Mad story, Men every story, yeah, can, Mad Men. Exactly. Every story can be done in an hour and a half. Or maybe two hours. Yeah. That's why film is that. This is why I hate binging. It's because I know... You know it's coming. It's going to eventually start That's to so disappoint me. I've yeah. never heard yeah. it like that, but you're yeah. right. Yeah. If you're binging, you're like, I know it's coming. I know the disappointment. I know it's happening. coming. The writers, yeah. I can see them in yep. the room just eating Jiffy Pop <laughs> and smoking pot. Yeah, getting a little fat and lazy. <laughs> and they're kind of going, all right, what if... Yeah. What if he like? What if he's in an elevator and he gets stuck and he's in Amsterdam <laughs> and he's like texting his buddy who like doesn't really like him and his buddy's like, "What are you even making me up about this for?" No, I I think yeah. you're right. I mean, I think that it and so it, so it's partly that. Then it was a bunch of things. It was one of the things was I actually should include this as well. Is that actually it doesn't matter? I can just talk about it here. Sure. Um, I did press for Big Hero Six. Right. And I got on the phone, and the guy goes, um, "It's these two guys." And it was a it was a cool radio station out of Seattle. And I go, "Hey guys, it's me, T.J. Miller." And they go, "No, we, you're Ehrlich Bachman. We know you're Ehrlich Bachman." Right, right. And I just realized, I go, "Oh no, we can't do that. This yeah. can't. I'm not going to do that. You're not Bachman from this. Well, I for, just I can't. Pixar. No, I can't. Right. I can't do uh, being Ehrlich Bachman. Yeah. In these other movies, I have to be T.J. Miller. Right. 
And so that was a really interesting moment. And then also, and I did write about this, it felt like Ehrlich had run his course. It felt like a lot of the show was them trying to get him out of Pied Piper. Right. And so after a while, it felt like they were writing in plot lines or ways to include me because the character is so funny. Right. And people are amused by me from yeah. the show. Well, you were great. And so uh, after a while, that became kind of tiring. And then they just presented me with this opportunity. Yeah. Where I would just like go into an opium den. <laughs> and never come back. And never come back. And I remember, it's amazing that you bring this up because yeah. I, I like worked on this the entire plane ride over here. Where I spilled two glasses of red wine on myself. Why? <laughs> Why are you getting? If you're red? like, if you're kind of falling asleep on a plane, get, just get a vodka soda. <laughs> right. Why would stains? you get something that stains? Yeah. I stained yeah. my shirt, but yeah. luckily I brought. This is amazing. I was wearing an American flag shirt, and then I spilled red wine all over it. And she's like, "Oh my god!" And she gave me soda water, and I was like, "Give me a second. And I go, <laughs> I go into the airplane bathroom, and I come out in a different. Shirt. <laughs> well done. A different American flag shirt. Like Superman. Like yeah. American you Superman. Had two. It was Ferris. so funny. <laughs> on your carry-on. They, could, they couldn't believe it. Yeah, yeah. I was in my back. But That's I impressive. It. it was so funny. You own a lot of American shirts. I can't. No, no, only for Phoenix. I okay. only bring them to Arizona. <laughs> We're the only ones that care. And so that was right, exactly. So if the, you're the only people that don't alienate me. If I go That's to right. California in an American flag yeah. shirt, they're like, get out of here. <laughs> Where do you think you are? With being American. Yeah, so this is so funny. So I am. So so yeah. So on the plane though, I kind of, I was sort of going through it, and I was like, when I read that in the final, this it was like the the final episode of that season. I read it, and I never read the um, the I never read the script before the table read. I think somewhere someone was like, he was never prepared. He didn't care. I was like, no. If you read the script the night before, then you're not going to laugh at it at the table right. read. You need to have laughs in the table read because the network execs are there. Know. And yeah. they it helps you support the writers by, like, surprised laughing at the – Right. So I read this thing for the first time, and I just started cracking up. And I don't, I, you know, I don't know what the reaction was, but I just started cracking up. And I really right there, I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. This is the best way – It's time to go. For this character to, like, exit the show. And so I, you know, I kind of just made that decision pretty quickly. Yeah. I think I talked to Kate about it maybe that night or something. But for the most part, I just thought this is like perfect. And when I finally did say like, yeah, I think this has been a great run. I think they were a little taken aback. Yeah, they everybody got thought, mad at you. Well. Seemed like. Yeah, I think not mad. It's like there was already some friction in the cast, specifically with me and Thomas Middleditch. Although he's such a lovely dude <laughs> you guys are fine now yeah i mean i don't i've never not been fine with him but he's uh, got a problem with you uh, maybe he okay. sent me a nasty text on my birthday that this i didn't year? respond to no this was years ago i was ago. gonna say still at it yeah that's how yeah. he says well he sends me a still third, alive tj he sends me a third, you, sends yeah. me a third cake while i'm on heroin every year <laughs> for my birthday and uh no, but so there had already been kind of a little bit of friction. So I, I said, look, you know, I think this is a perfect ex exit. And HBO was so um, cool. Yeah. They kind of were like, no, no, you should do. And they, I think they wanted me to do, it's called a 710 split, where you do 7 out of 10 episodes. And then they said, all right, if you don't want to do that, what about a 310? 
split. And then I said, you know, I just think this is so funny to, to end but this way. it just way. disappears. And the, exactly. Yeah. And then she said, well, would you be open to doing um, like the season finale of the fifth season? Right. And I said, I just don't think that's really that funny. Right. And she was so sweet. She's like, well, just say that you're open to it. And I said, yeah, I'm open to it. And she said, well, thank you. It was kind of like a breakup. Like she sort yeah. of was like, okay, well, you're in New York now? I go, yeah. And she goes, well, I get out there a lot. So maybe we could like get coffee Aww. or something. <laughs> it's so sweet. And I kind of was like. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd love to get coffee. You can feel on both ends of the phone, yeah. we're like, we're never going to see never each other again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is it. That's exactly this is the that. big fade. And I, so then my move, which I thought was so, so funny, was I went into the Emoji movie. Because yeah. <laughs> that's like the opposite Completely. of a Mike Judge. It is Completely. the opposite of being subversive. It is broad, broad comedy, not understated comedy no. at all. It's even, I mean, it's much broader and more ridiculous than, like, even Beavis and Butthead. There's no yeah. satire. It has its own messages, for yeah. sure. But it's locking it. you over the head with stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Emoji yeah. Movie. Yeah. It's supposed to be that. And so I thought that was really, really, like, I, th- I thought that was a really, really funny kind of thing to do and, and progression. But you've been fine. That's the whole everything. point. It's like Deadpool, all the stuff No, for done. sure. And I, I, what I wanted to do was I wanted to do film and I wanted to do stand-up. And that's kind yeah. of... You know, that brings us back to why I'm here is I thought, and that's one thing I will say is that the reason everybody was surprised that I left in Hollywood is, and nobody said this, but it was, it was this sentiment. Wait, you're leaving? Yeah. They go, wait, don't you want to, don't you want to buy a boat? (laughs) (laughs) Don't you want a boat? And I'm like, what? You were into the boat season. They're like, well, you can buy a boat. If you just stay for two more seasons, you can own a boat. And I'm like, I don't want a boat, man. You see what happens no, to boats? Know. You and paying I, attention to the news? You can see the Titanic, man, <laughs> for a second. Oh, my God. In New York. And that's the thing. I was like, I don't want a boat. I want to live in Manhattan, be a stand-up comic, yeah. right? Yeah. And live with my wife, who's very cool and fun and I like. And, and I, I, that's what I want to do. I don't yeah. want to own a boat and live in Los Angeles, which is the second worst place in the world. And Next it comes two? directly after Los Angeles, California. They <laughs> occupy the two top spots. <laughs> Dubai swimming around yeah. a third. <laughs> but a distant third. Yeah, right. Exactly. To number one, They're LA. boating around yeah. a third. And, and so, You're a surface dweller. You don't need yeah, that water. Need, I'm a desert man. That's right. <laughs> Throw the American flag on and walk the dirt. That's what you got to do. It so works. I, yeah. So I really, I said, you know, I want to do stand-up. And I, and I want to write films and be in those films and not direct them. But I want to do, I want to. Do film and also don't and forget do the Musinex snotball. I, I got to do that. Too. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, that's, I that's had to do thing. that. <laughs> but that that to me was what I think uh, was the impetus behind leaving was wanting. And now I'm kind of doing that. Like yeah. I'm so excited because you're doing your thing. Yeah. Now I'm I'm like working on a Christmas film that I'm writing. Second Christmas film. Get into it. All right. This one's uh, G rated, not or PG thirteen, and. I'm doing stand-up, and that's, that really is what I wanted to do. And so they kind of made it seem like it was an acrimonious... Um, yeah. Like a big mess that you'd create. Exit, but even right. Mike Judge, who I'm still friends with, even Mike Judge, when I talked to him about it, he was like, well, we had this idea for a, um, like a, a plot line where it's like you and Jin Yang move to China and work in the dark web. 
which is such a funny idea. Yeah, it's a great idea. And I love Jimmy O'Yang. I forgot about Jimmy So funny. Oh, my God, yeah. he's so funny. That actor, Jimmy O'Yang, is so funny, so cool. He was the first person I called and said, hey, I'm not doing the show anymore. Really? Because I just, I loved him, and we had sort of formed this Laurel and Hardy thing, and and it was a bummer because you could tell he was like, oh, it's well, it's such a bummer not being. And I was bummed too. And so we kind of had a moment on the phone where we were like, we should try and find something else to do because we really have something here. And I still think we will do. He has a great idea for a film that I would love to Put do. Put him in the him. Christmas movie. Yeah, he'd be great in the Christmas yeah. movie. I don't know as what, but. An elf. Okay. <laughs> Let's put everybody, everybody else is an elf. Yeah, we're you're tall elves. enough that they're yeah. all elves. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're the big I'm, guy. I'm the Will Ferrell elf. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, and so, you know, I said that, and even Mike Judge was really awesome. And he kind of said, like, well, we have this plot line idea for you. And, the, and then he said, you know, though, I respect that you're going. Yeah. And I said, well, thanks. And then he said a couple things. And it was fascinating. You know, he's a, obviously he's a genius. But he said a few things, and it was interesting to hear him talk about, like, what it's like part of why he's so brilliant is he doesn't want to stay in one thing for too long. Yeah. Right. And so when you, when, when I just, when you're, when you're a mind like him, he wanted, he kind of was like, I think I'm ready for what's after Silicon Valley. Yeah. And then, and then he told me just a story of, I mean, not, that's not what he said, but it was like, he, so I, I think that he was really, really sweet to me to say, I respect that you would want to, do something else yeah. or move on to the next thing. And that was kind of it. And I think I did this. Uh, but it at, seems crazy to leave something successful. Yeah. And at that. it's the Shelley Long and thing. That, yeah. And at the height of that yeah. success. Because, yeah, you leave Cheers and everybody's like, what in the world's wrong with you? And then the show actually progresses. In your situation, it was like one more year and it was like, all right, it's done. Yeah, it didn't do very well yeah. after I left. Like you were but a very important cog to that. Thing. Yeah, but I also, I think... I don't know. I mean, I don't. It's not like I have beef with the show, but I left, and I also thought, "Cool, now it'll give room for Jimmy O Yang to grow as like the villain, uh, Amanda Crew, who's right, she's hilarious. amazing yeah. and hilarious, I'm great at that. More room <laughs> for her to do her comedy and grow as a character, and then also room for Thomas Middleditch to like do his thing, which yeah. is. Really wacky, great. Because I worked with him in Chicago for years. Yeah. His improv stuff was He's incredible. So yeah. funny. Yeah. And I just didn't see them do much with those factors. Yeah. And so I think if anything happened, it wasn't that I left. It's just that, yeah, coming back to it, it's like what ran out of gas. What else can yep. you do? Can't and binge that, it. That's another reason. I the only thing in the realm of television I've worked on is I wrote and. Um, and and you know would star in this uh, series about the um, pandemic, but it's a limited series. Uh -huh. So there's no what I would, what I would do with it. And it is it's ten episodes. It's over. And it's over. And I would I simply would not try and keep going. And so I don't know if that paradigm's gone. Also because <clears throat> there's just so much. Yeah. So it's like how many seasons has Succession been? Three or four. Four. And it's over. And it is it is over now. It's over. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of what it needs to be from yeah. here on out. And it's weird it took so long to understand that. Yeah, well, Ricky Gervais has been doing that for years because extras in the British office and everything. That was 26 episodes. Yeah, He wrote exactly. the last episode first. And the British did that. Really, it was a cash grab. Yeah. In the United States, we were like, 22 episodes, let's do it for 20 seasons. Right. <laughs> right. And we'll all... <laughs> 
buy boats. <laughs> they all have boats now. Own boats. Now, do you, you don't have any regret that maybe you could have purchased something other than a boat, like a jet or? Guys, I bought a boat. You have a boat? That's so hot. It That's is such, good for you. It is such a small boat. <laughs> yeah, but you got a Deadpool boat. Yeah, but I put it in the. It's just a. It's the size of a rubber ducky. <laughs> it's still a boat. It's a it tiny floats. Boat. It's a it boat, is. Man. It's, it boat floats. Float. It floats my boat. That's exactly. <laughs> yeah. TJ Miller is at StandUpLive.com. If you want to go StandUpLive.com, he's over at StandUpLive this weekend. Yeah, uh, it's going to be so fun. Yeah, it'll be. And there's only tickets for tomorrow night. Correct. And this is well. We have we have tickets for the late show tonight and the late okay. show tomorrow night. Perfect. And um, but not a lot. And it is, it's like, that was the other thing is I started as a stand-up. I love stand-up. I love live comedy. I love doing film and television. I love all, but I love live comedy. And so if you come and see my show, I actually, most of it is improvised. Oh, really? So, yeah, I talk a bunch at, about uh, radio hosts <laughs> and yeah, DJs right. and that kind of thing. <laughs> what dicks yeah, we are. I, t- I talk about uh, life phase, ruining I talk about phase two. Just be careful because you're one of those celebrities. You're on a list. I don't know A through D, but they've got them listed. Got you're them in listed. there. They might be in the parking lot. You might G-list. be part of phase two. I'm a G list celebrity. <laughs> Gangster. It could be. Gangster list. Uh, TJ, thanks for coming in, man. Yeah, you got Appreciate it. And, and please come down and join me because this also is the first time I've done stand-up live. Yeah. I usually perform in Scottsdale. Yep. That's and you scooted downtown far. here. Yeah, I scooted downtown. I just give it a I, run. I certainly will miss that demographic. Just the kind the of Scottsdale hot late eighties kind of sexy <laughs> golf pros. Just the ladies. A lot of Tommy Bahama. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Keep it divorcee and hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I want to be in a place yeah. where everyone goes. Uh, everyone goes. Oh man, we have the best pizza joint here. Like, oh, what is it? Bianco's. I've heard about it. No, no. It's right around the corner. It's Mellow Mushroom. Oh, the oh. Mellow Mushroom. I'm like, dude, that's, that's a chain. chain. Yeah. <laughs> So, I'm psyched to be in Phoenix, downtown, Phoenix yeah. proper. Went out last night. Can't wait to go out again tonight. Beautiful. Um, really, thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for doing this. So, this. so fun. Awesome. Thank uh, you, TJ. Appreciate it. All right. TJ Miller, That's everybody. I'm Brad Williams. That's right. He's, he's following up Brad Williams, trying to finish up Brad's job last week. Thanks, TJ. It's See you on the boat. KUPD. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Yeah. 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 Yeah.